At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for hanging out with us on a Monday. I'm Stormy Bonantoni with you for the next hour on My Guys in the Desert. We're live from Las Vegas, Nevada at our VSIN studio at the Circus Sportsbook. And boy, was it a fun weekend in college football in the NFL. We have a ton to cover. First, just want to give a quick thank you to Femi Abebefe for filling in with me this past Friday. You'll hear him and see him on a number of Fridays throughout the college football season while I am working on the sidelines on the weekend. So big thank you to him. And we've got some great guests today, a nice cast of characters. We'll have Jimmy and Vinny from the South Point giving us the book's perspective on everything that went down over the weekend, as well as where the money is headed tonight for Monday Night Football. Big contest. Uh, an interesting one, actually, in the NFC that we maybe at the start of the season didn't expect to be as good as it may be with the Eagles and Cowboys tonight. We'll also have Michael Lombardi, former NFL executive, and, of course, Beeson's own The Lombardi Line on here later to give his biggest takeaways from the NFL Sunday. And Rosalie Michaels joins the show, DraftKings NFL analyst. Give us some prop bet opportunities for the Monday night game. I'm excited. But before we get to all of that, you know, we got to hit you with our five things you need to know. Stories that impact betters. And number one, 37 seconds is 37 seconds too long for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how we hadn't already learned that at this point, but the 49ers fan in me was losing my mind last night when Jimmy Garoppolo sees the play clock down at 12 seconds. And come on. 12 seconds, at least wind it down as low as you possibly can. Come on, man. 
Uh, that was a tough one. Packers win straight up as three-point dogs in Santa Clara, 30-28. to Mason Crosby walks it off with the 51-yard field goal as time expires. The over soars over the 50-and-a-half total as well. And, man, I'm just – it was a real struggle for me. Especially, like, Aaron Rodgers, you know that he still has that chip on his shoulder from the draft when the Niners went with Alex Smith and he was just sitting there and sitting there. It's his childhood team that passes on you. Oh, it was a toughie. Uh, and just how do you not cover 17 in that instance as Rodgers is driving down the field, right, to try to set them up in field goal position? He even said after the game he was just looking for Tay. Just get the ball to Devontae Adams. Get the ball to 17. You know he'll get it done for you. Adams, 12 receptions, 132 yards, and a touchdown. But, boy, did it feel like more. If you got that first touchdown prop for Adams, by the way, plus 700, on DraftKings, Rodgers, 261 yards and two touchdowns. And he said after the game, how could you not be romantic about football? Don't make me gag. One better at Caesar Sportsbook lost 330K on the Niners' money line. Niners host Seattle this coming week. Minus three favorites. Packers host the Steelers. Minus seven. Number two on our list today. The Bears quarterback controversy takes yet another turn after Chicago's 26-6 loss at the hands of the Brown. Head coach Matt Nagy said that he definitely can't say who will start at quarterback this week. Justin Fields connected on just six of 20 passes, 68 yards, was sacked nine times. The poor guy was running for his life. Total yards on the day, Browns 418, Bears 48. But, but my thing is, like, are you game planning for this guy? You drafted an unbelievable talent. With Dalton out, he, he finally has a chance. And 13 of 20 pass plays, if you look it up, in five-man protection. I feel like everybody wants to see this kid have success except for the play callers. I don't understand it. Uh, Andy Dalton, by the way, remains week-to-week with a knee injury. And if, he's, and if Matt Nagy's not sure who will be a quarterback, that obviously means Nick Foles potentially in the running there as well if they elect not to stick with fields. And this whole situation, like I said, just baffling to me. Bears somehow favored by three this week. Oh, against the Lions. That's why. Favored just because they're at home. Nice. Well, that number actually went down, too. It was six on the look ahead. Three now. Number three today. Unfortunately, the Darnold to Arnold connection in Carolina is no more. It was nice and fun to say while it lasted, though, wasn't it? The Panthers trade Dan Arnold and and a 2022 third rounder. For first, former first-round pick C.J. Henderson of the Jags in a fifth-round pick. Panthers need another cornerback. We found out J.C. Horn is on the injured reserve list with multiple foot fractures suffered in Thursday night's win over the Texans. Felt like the Jags were going to be sellers soon. This is kind of a win-win situation. Jags have one of the worst tight end groups in the NFL, so a little bit of help there for Trevor Lawrence. Um, and more time for Tommy Tremble, it seems like, for the Panthers, too. Matt Rule called him this year's Jeremy Chin last week. Also good to note, Christian McCaffrey has not been placed on the IR. So while J.C. Horn is, it's good news for Panthers fans that one of your biggest weapons in the offensive game looks to be available sooner rather than later. Obviously, if you're on the injured reserve list, that means that you have to stay out for at least three weeks. They're they're expecting to get CMC back early. He played just three games last year, dealing with a number of injuries. So you know that that scared a lot of Panthers fans, people that liked uh, backing Carolina this year. Through three games this year, 364 yards from scrimmage, 201 rushing, 163 in the receiving game, and a touchdown. Expect to see Chuba Hubbard and Royce Freeman a good bit more to split time in CMC's absence. Panthers getting four and a half at the Cowboys this coming week. Number four on our top things you need to know. 
coming soon. That's what Adam Schefter tweeted this afternoon alongside a photo of Josh Gordon in a Chiefs uniform after he shared the news that the Chiefs are expected to sign the former All-Pro wide receiver. Gordon was last seen in Seattle and makes his return to the league after being suspended indefinitely in December of 2019 for violating the league's substance abuse and drug policy. And the guy has a history, but the NFL, NFLPA brought him back, thinks that he's improved. Since 2012, Gordon has been suspended six times, five of which are pertaining to substance abuse issues. Chiefs taking on taking on the risk, but uh, reports say he'll be available to play as soon as week four. That doesn't mean that he will, but if he does, Chiefs headed to Philadelphia next week and could have a new toy out there for Patrick Mahomes. So no complaints. Number five, another big parlay hangs in the balance on Monday Night Football tonight. This time, it is a 12-leg money line parlay on DraftKings Sportsbook that could pay $71,257 if the Eagles win straight up tonight. And this has been a long play, okay? we were, My producer Stephanie and I were laughing looking at this because it had the Packers on here twice. This parlay dates back to Monday Night Football last week. Seven underdog picks, mind you, including Philadelphia tonight. Both teams, by the way, dealing with a number of injuries. Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper is expected to play, though. Um, he's been dealing with a rib injury sustained week one, but there's a number of guys not in the lineup. In addition to Demarcus Lawrence and the slew of players on IR already, um, it looks like there's some more players added to the list. No Keanu Neal. And Bradley and I with COVID, both of them, two more players on the defensive line also dealing with injury. As for the Eagles, defensive end Brandon Graham and safety Rodney McLeod, as well as a couple offensive linemen in Brandon Brooks and Jordan Maialata, both unavailable. Eagles plus three and a half, money line plus 155. Let's see if you like the spread or you like a money line. Obviously, that parlay better likes the money line. We'll see. I think that I'm I was I was leaning toward the Cowboys, but we'll see. Time to get now to our panic meter because there are a number of teams out there right now that maybe just haven't lived up to the expectations that we put on them to start the year. And so is it time to panic? Do we have a panic meter? I don't know. So the the first team that we're going to look at, I don't think there's reason to panic, but it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, one and two to start the year. They're the first team that comes to mind to me because back-to-back AFC reps in the Super Bowl won five straight divisional titles, the longest active streak in the NFL to this point, and they're in dead last in the AFC West after falling 30-24 as three-and-a-half-point favorites to the Chargers this week. They beat the Browns week one, narrow loss against a beat-up Ravens team. This is the first time that Kansas City's been under 500 with Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, there's a lot of things that need to be better, but I also think there's a lot of things that are very fixable. Like this is a team that's recent successes, probably like every time you have a little blip on the radar, it feels like the end of the world, sound the alarms. I don't think so. I don't think four turnovers a game is a norm for Kansas City. Uh, Hopefully their defense gets better. You know that offensively they can carry the group. This might be the best number though that you can get Kansas City at to win the division. Minus 25 right now. Plus 600 to win the Super Bowl. So if you have faith in the Chiefs, my panic meter on them was one out of 10. So don't worry to me. It is an interesting AFC West, though. We'll talk a little bit more with Michael Lombardi when he joins us on that. Also an update on Andy Reid. He didn't speak to media after the game this past weekend, left the field in an ambulance feeling ill, but found out he's in good spirits today, was released from the hospital. So good news there. Number two, as we analyze our panic meter teams, the Seattle Seahawks. 
also one and two. First time since 2018 they've had a losing start through three games. Seattle does have a problem. They're a bad second half team. But what that tells me is that they have good preparation. They just don't make good halftime adjustments. Only scored 13 second half points in three games. Um, Seattle's D having issues with a lot of things. So uh, uphill sledding in a division like the NFC West, but they're, they're a solid team. I don't really think there's much reason to worry. Plus 275 in the preseason to win the West, plus 600 now. Um, and there are Super Bowl odds down from 25 to 1 to 30 to 1. But I, I, like I said, don't really think there's big reason to worry with Seattle. Colts are my number three team on here. And they're kind of at five. They're right way, right in the center of our little panic meter here. Because let's be honest, did anybody really buy that just because Carson Wentz was going to be reunited with Frank Reich, that all would be right in the world? He'd be back to 2017 form. No, I, I don't think so. I just... I know that he played with two sprained ankles. I'm proud of you. I think that showed a lot of toughness, but I don't think that Carson Wentz is the answer for the Colts. Quentin Nelson day-to-day with a sprained ankle as well for the Colts, and T.Y. Hilton dealing with that neck injury. Not quite there yet, according to them. Looks like he'll miss at least week four. And finally, the Steelers. I, I saw a tweet that Big Ben is as mobile as a tree, and it just had me dying laughing. He sacked himself on a five-step drop back. I I watched it on repeat numerous times, but he's not who you need him to be. Like, watch out, Steelers. I I would be very worried about this. I legitimately think that the Steelers could have their first losing season under Mike Tomlin. Remember, everybody, to download the free OddsTrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. Go to OddsTrader.com. Vinny and Jimmy coming up on the other side, giving us the book's perspective on Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Thank you, Brent. Remember to make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, which includes, by the way, 24-7 video streaming. You get the daily best bet emails, betting splits with money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com's data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 a month, and you can sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we welcome you back here to My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bon and Tony at our Circa Sportsbook studio. And in college football this weekend, it, it was pretty crazy. Six ranked teams went down, making it 25 teams for the year, most ever in the AP poll era. Some of our wildest college football moments, that's what we want to give you right now. Number one on this list, NC State upsetting Clemson. Are you kidding me? 27-21, double overtime. We told you about this game the other day if you were watching the show last week. The curse is over, the field is stormed, and Clemson is out of the top 10 for the first time in 97 straight weeks. Oh, incredible. I mean, this is worth the money line play if you could get in there. They get the job done scoring four offensive touchdowns against a defense that hadn't allowed one the previous three weeks. Dave Dorn afterwards was celebrating with a cigar and a red solo cup. Uh, He was living it up. A lot of fun out there in Raleigh. Um, I'm more of a cheesecake and water kind of girl. Just like Polly. Polly gets it. Another one, Notre Dame's fourth quarter against Wisconsin this past week. The Irish scored 34 fourth quarter points off just 50 yards of offense. They had a 46-yard touchdown drive and a four-yard field goal drive to go along with a kick return touchdown and a pair of pick sixes. Mind you, the total on this game was 44. There were only 20 on the board at that point. So a quarter that makes underbetters really sick to their stomachs. They went straight up as six-and-a-half-point dogs with their starting quarterback coming out with injury, by the way. Brian Kelly now, the winningest coach in program history, and our own Tim Murray left Soldier Field with a smile. And another one, Alabama's Jameson Winston had a day. First player in Crimson Dyed history with two – oh, sorry, William had two kick return touchdowns in one game, one of which was the full length of the field and added an 81-yard touchdown catch. This guy was just so fun to watch. Slippery, breaking tackles left and right. Yes, I know it was a blowout win against Southern Miss, uh, but so impressed by that kid. And can the Tide do it again? Matt Corral coming up and Ole Miss next. Uh, Also, anybody see the ref eating Skittles on the sideline? That was probably my favorite moment of the weekend in Louisville FSU. Time to bring in longtime odds maker experts, Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Maiulo down at the South Point. And Vinny, thank you for joining us. You left us hanging last week, buddy. 
Sorry, I was uh, out of town on a, on a family matter, but it's good to be back. I did miss uh, miss being here for sure, and uh, but I'm glad that uh, that we're back together again here because uh, real quick, I want to congratulate my colleague Jimmy Vaccaro for his nomination into the Gaming Hall of Fame. So congratulations, wow. Jimmy. Yeah. I'd like to thank everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, lady, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Didn't I earn this? Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Jimmy. After a guy named Michael Garvey beat me up for 45 years, I finally get some, you know, headway for Jimmy. But listen, kids, it's a lot of fun. Let's get to football because what a weekend we had. Yes, no question. And like I said, thank you for holding down the fort. Congratulations. That is really, really amazing. Overall, from the weekend, guys, on your side of the counter, what, uh, what can you tell us? Winners and losers, liability, you were sweating. Jimmy, let's start with you. Well, we never sweat because what are you going to do? You have to pay or you keep the money. One of the, one of the two things that I've lived by for the past 47 years now, 46 years being here in Las Vegas. But I tell you what, the sport just promotes itself. What a weekend. Saturday, you had some great games. And unbelievable, like, you know, they fell into place pretty good for us. We had a real, real good Saturday. Sunday a little bit different, but uh, you just can't even – Write this stuff down and say, this is the way we want it to happen. But uh, I can only tell you this. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger every week. And Stormy, you know, you brought up uh, the Clemson uh, uh, aspect not being in, in the top ten for, uh, for 96 weeks. How about this? Boston College is undefeated. And, uh, and Clemson has got, uh, has got two losses. Uh, that was, uh, the Boston College game was actually not a particularly good game on Saturday for the house. But when you look at other games... Uh, Colorado State covering was a big, uh, g- a good game for for uh, uh, for the house. UCLA against Stanford, LSU was a good result uh, against Mississippi State yeah. there. And then uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday morning was okay, but as Jimmy indicated, uh, Sunday afternoon and evening went to the betters. So uh, we uh, we tip our caps to them, let them reload and get ready for this week. Yeah. You know, one more thing about the call. Co- excuse me, Stormer. One more thing about the college. You can't ask for something like this mm-hmm. Saturday. Cincinnati, out of the darkness, the, uh, obviously a very good team playing Notre Dame, and Notre Dame's the underdog for this. You yep. can only imagine the amount of money we're going to write on that team. So, like I said, it's just been incredible. So, all right, kid, what do you got? <laughs> no, it was a hectic week for sure. I still can't get over Cincinnati. I'm not Cincinnati, rather. Clemson's odds to win the national championship from the preseason, being one of those favorites up top to now 75-1. Mm-hmm. to one. Uh, the only two-loss team, by the way, now still in the top 25. And and while there were a ton of college football upsets in the NFL, as you mentioned, Vinny, um, there were some as well. It's been a little bit of a conundrum to start the year. One team in particular that stands out at one and two that we talked about off the top of the show is the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I'm presumed that that was a pretty heavily bet one for you guys. Yeah, we did great on that one only because of the teaser play there. When you knock out a, a, what you consider a marquee team. And you know what? Me and Vinny were talking earlier. Just look at this. Look at this schedule. The last five games on next Sunday. Arizona at the Rams. Seahawks at the 49ers. Ravens at the Broncos. Steelers at the Packers. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers at the Patriots. And you top it off. Monday night with the Raiders and the Chargers. Once again, you don't need to promote anything. You just need to put a number up and take bets. That's an incredible five games, you know, uh, next yeah. Sunday afternoon. Going to be a, a terrific afternoon Sunday, and, uh, uh, on Sunday, as Jimmy mentioned. Saturday, we kind of got a little bit of, uh, uh, of a jump on this. Uh, uh, Stormy, if you recall, uh, Chris Andrews, our director here at the South Point, uh, we worked on ga- uh, college games of the year. You mentioned uh, the Cincinnati-Notre Dame game, which is going to be a big game. With uh, we opened Notre Dame uh, last summer, last May, as a two-point favorite, they laid it to two and a half. So uh, now, with Cincinnati as a favorite and a big 
big game for them because if they win this game and they yeah. run the table in uh, in their conference, they're certainly going to be in the discussion uh, about a possible playoff team outside of the Power Five conferences. Mississippi and Alabama, another big game uh, that'll be uh, very uh, popular this week. Auburn, LSU, and Michigan and Wisconsin. What oh, a surprise boy. Michigan has been. Wisconsin in a look ahead and uh, going back to the spring in terms of the games of the year, Wisconsin opened seven and got bet to eight. And here we've got Michigan as a one point favorite this Saturday. Well, and you know what, Stormy, yeah. when you, oh, excuse me, no, when you, get to you, these type of, you get to these type of games, the public likes to climb on what they consider the marquee value team. And now this week, I mean, with Notre Dame being an underdog and like mm-hmm. the last it just keeps building. They want to bet on these teams. They want to get out of the house and come and root for Notre Dame. They want to come out of the house yeah. and do things when you get these marquee games. So you can always add another 5 to 15% of handle just depicting on what the marquee games of the weekend are going to be. People love to bet on the big-time team. It used to be the Cowboys. Now that's shifting a little bit, but you're trying to get the point that I'm making here. Hey, that's a great point, though. Let's get to the Cowboys because they are on the docket tonight in Monday Night Football, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles down there in Jerry World. Uh, Dallas 2-0 and against the spread to start the season. Um, but this game, where's the money really going in this one? It looked like even this morning I saw the number at South Point was three, but now it's pretty much three and a half across the board. Yeah, uh, open four with the Cowboys' as favorite. And going into the uh, into the weekend, actually going into yesterday and uh, last evening, uh, we were probably going to need the Cowboys. But uh, mm-hmm. in talking to Chris right before Jimmy and I came on, starting to see a lot of Cowboy money. And not really are surprised that the home team, Cowboys, Jimmy, with the home opener here, mm-hmm. America's team, uh, we're, we're probably going to need the Eagles tonight, I think. I think we're going to wind up needing them for what you consider a big, sizable bet. And as we just talked about earlier, Stormy, like this is the new marquee team. I mean, they're getting, mm-hmm. they're starting to climb back into America's team. And obviously, what you know, they played pretty well so far. A big game for them tonight. So Jerry Jones, uh, you know, they promote these type of things. They understand, you know, what it's all about anymore. But listen, let the Cowboys win tonight. Uh, we will, we'll be inundated with cowboy money till they lose a game. <laughs> that sounds about right. I think there's been a lot of belief that's kind of been re-injected into Cowboys fans too now with Dak back healthy and their running game actually was a little mm-hmm. bit effective last week for the first time. But hey guys, it was a busy weekend in Vegas this past week. You had the Raiders in town, sure. uh, the VGK opened preseason, big UFC event. Like how much fun was the weekend for you guys just in general? Well, I'll get let's let's just think about this, right? When you think you look at it, three days of NASCAR highlighted by the South Point four hundred yep. here in Las Vegas. Las Vegas was the center of oh, the bet boy. of the sports universe mm-hmm. as we don't forget we had the aviators finishing out their season, uh, the triple A affiliate of the Oakland A's, perhaps uh, maybe soon to be the Las Vegas A's. We'll keep mm-hmm. uh, keep tuned to that. Uh, UFC card as well, Jimmy. <laughs> did we ever think Jimmy? Thirty years ago, you, Chris, no. and I. Forty years ago, we're breaking into this business. You ever think we'd see these pro teams in town like this? Let me give you a nice little pickup that we had was the Ryder Cup. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there was a lot of money, a lot more money than I anticipated. It all fell well for us too. So again, every time we turn around, kid, there's something new. And as long as it's bettable anymore, it really you know shoots it through the roof. Way back when, we couldn't even consider doing these type of oh, things. No. Yeah. Now it's a completely different world, and it shows at the counter. Awesome stuff, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, big win for Team USA in the Ryder Cup after not being able to do so for a while. That's Jimmy and Vinny over there at the South Point. We'll be back with more from My Guys in the Desert in just a moment.
listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh city casts are all up and running with five new episodes every week. Make sure you check it out by subscribing to your local city cast wherever you get podcasts. Back here on My Guys in the Desert from Circus Sportsbook, I'm Stormy Bonantoni. Last week, we called out a, a number of different people to step their game up. Now it's time for did they or didn't they? And we have kind of a, a no, a yes, and a maybe. So our no, unfortunately, is my guy Zach Wilson. I keep trying to pump his tires, but he threw half as many interceptions this week as last week against the Broncos. And like there are a ton of issues, don't get me wrong. But I also think you got to give the guy a chance a little bit. You can only blame Wilson for so much. Receivers can't get open. When they do, they drop balls. Offensive line can't hold up five sacks. Come on. My yes is OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. First game back for the Browns from last year's season-ending ACL injury. Had five catches on nine targets for 77 yards and with Jarvis Landry out. He was needed. He stepped up to the plate. He and Baker looked in sync. He did say, though, still doesn't feel quite comfortable. Doesn't have his legs underneath him yet. Had a lot of emotions being back out there. Browns beat the Bears 26-6. to Easily covered that seven. And are kind of the Atlanta Falcons. They did it! They won a game. They ended their seven-game losing streak that dates back to last season. But it wasn't easy. It wasn't pretty. Uh, Three-point dogs against the Giants end up coming back to score 10 points in the last four minutes to win a buzzer-beating field goal. My kinda. Good try. Good work, Atlanta Falcons. You won a game. I'm proud of you. Dirty Birds avoid the 3-0 start. And even though some of those candidates weren't the best, I'm glad we can at least step our game up here on the program by bringing in one of my favorite people on VEASAN, Michael Lombardi, um, obviously former NFL executive, VEASAN zone, the Lombardi line. Busy weekend, Michael. How we doing? We're doing good, Stormy. How are you? How'd you make out? Did your picks crash this week, Storm? I actually did pretty good this week. I was pretty happy. I had the Bengals plus four and Saints Patriots under were kind of like my ride or dies. And in college football, I had NC State getting that upset. So I, I did pretty nice. good. I'm I'm nice. I'm proud nice. of myself. I'm still waiting to see on Monday Night Football if my uh if my Cowboys or my excuse me if my Eagles pick for the uh, millions comes through so that we can go four and one. We shall see. But Michael, I love yeah. I love Mondays yeah. with Michael. I'm very excited about it. Who made your biggest statement over the weekend? Well, I think Justin Herbert made the biggest statement. I mean, you go into Kansas City, and after they're coming off a loss, which they rarely do, Andy Reid going into this season was 16-0 and in the month of September. You know, so we know he's got a great track record. You go into Kansas City, and you basically throw caution to the wind. You don't care. You're going for it on fourth down. You're trying to score touchdowns with a minute to go. Uh, and Justin Herbert was sensational. You get up 14 nothing. You basically, you know, you you mount every comeback. You know, you give up the lead, 17-14, you come right back and score again. So I, I think he is just, to me, I had him, you know, when we did the top 10 quarterbacks, I think I had him sixth. And now I think he's clearly in the top five quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, no question. I feel like we talk so much about the NFC West kind of being this best division in football right now. But how about the AFC West doing what, what they're doing and the Chargers stepping their game up against a team like KC? Do you think it's the Chargers now that could give KC the biggest run for their money in that division? Or do you like the Raiders? Do you like the Broncos? What's your feeling on the division? 
Well, I think, you know, they're all good teams. And I think that the Raiders, you know, can score. And I thought that Derek Carr in the first three weeks of the season, he, he certainly is an MVP candidate because the way he's thrown the ball, the way he's led his team, they had another almost another 500 yards of offense. The throw he makes to Edwards in the overtime was just an incredible throw. So he's been really good. Uh, I don't know how good their defense is. You know, I know they stopped Miami and people are excited about their defense, but you know, Pittsburgh struggling to move the ball offensively, you know, and I think that the Miami with Jacoby Brissett and that offensive line will struggle to move the ball. So this will be a great test this week for the Raiders going into Los Angeles against a high powered uh, charger attack. And then them having to deal with Brendan Staley's, Vic Fangio style of scheme. I think this will be a great matchup. We'll know more about the AFC West by this time next Monday. Yeah, no question. Raiders, by the way, the last time they had a 3-0 and start, they went to the Super Bowl. So just, I know correlation doesn't yeah. prove causation. We went, but Well, we went that year we went 4-0, Stormy, yeah. and then we lost four straight. And then we on Monday night we played the Denver Broncos, and we beat the Denver Broncos on Monday night, and the rest is uh, the rest we went off to the races. Off to the races, indeed. Well, one te- the other team in L.A., since we were talking about the Chargers, the L.A. Rams have had a pretty dang good start themselves behind a new quarterback in Matt Stafford who showed up night in and night out, it seems. They're about as complete of a team as you can get. Do you think the Rams are maybe the best team in the NFL right now after beating the Bucks? Mm, you know, I think they certainly have a chance to. I mean, when they're healthy, that's really important. And I think what you see with the Rams this year, different than when Jared Goff played quarterback, is you see a drop-back pass game. I mean, you see a true drop-back pass game. And, you know, that score, 34-24 against the, uh, against the Bucks was a lot closer than the actual mm-hmm. game. I mean, Deshaun, Watson, Deshaun Jackson's open twice behind the defense, and they didn't throw the ball to him. So I think, you know, this is the way Stafford's throwing the ball, the way they compliment him. They didn't even need to run the ball much yesterday. Sonny Michelle's been a good addition for them to go along with Henderson when he comes back when he's healthy. So, yeah, right now, as long as they stay healthy, they're a problem because they can take a receiver out of the game. You've got a double team there and Donald on almost every single play because he will wreak havoc and they move them around. So it's hard. Uh, them and Buffalo look like they're playing really well right now. Yeah, you're saying uh, who needs to run the ball when you're throwing for 343 yards and four touchdowns. Plus, he loves that Cooper Cup connection. That's been fun to watch. No question. Um, there, there are four teams that are 3-0 and to start the year. We already mentioned the Raiders and Broncos. Rams, Cardinals, and Panthers on that list as well. Who's the most surprising to you? Uh, you know, I would say the Cardinals. You know, the Cardinals being as good as they are. I wasn't sure they were going to be great on defense. They didn't play well against Jacksonville last week. They still covered, and they still won convincingly. They needed some help from Jacksonville, which they were more than happy to offer that help. But I think the way they're playing, I think the way Kyler Murray's throwing the ball, it's sensational. Rondell Moore gives them another dimension on offense. And I think their offensive line is playing better. So I think the Cardinals, to me, are the biggest surprise of that group. All right, we got to get to Monday Night Football tonight, a big showdown in the NFC East, which is, like I said off the top, surprisingly an intriguing good game I think we're going to get tonight. Uh, down there at Jerry World, Dallas minus 3.5, total 51.5. What's your gut feeling on this game? You know, I like Philly. I think Philly needs to really show that they can throw the football. They've only had 39 completions in two games. Uh, and last game against the, the, the 49ers, they only had 12. So they've got to prove that, that Jalen Hurts is not just a running quarterback. One look and take off. They get Zach Ertz back. I think that helps. 
They're good in the offensive line. I think that's really going to help them. They should be able to throw the ball and protect against the Dallas defense that I think is a little suspect. So I think that's certainly in play there. And then they've got to be able to pressure Dak Prescott. I mean, the strength of Philadelphia's football team is their defensive front. Hargrave. And then you've got Fletcher Cox. You've got Josh Sweat. You've got uh, Derek Barnett coming off the edge. Those guys are really good. And they've got to put pressure on Prescott, make him make some mistakes, as good as the Cowboys have been offensively. Last week, they scored 20 on the last second field goal. They, they are not going to be able to run away from Philly with this front. If the Eagles are, are really attacking Prescott early in the game, and you're watching the same game betting, I play Philly. Well, just to go back on your thoughts about Jalen Hurts, like how big of a game do you think this is for him tonight? Well, I think it's a huge game. I think it's a huge game for him because he's got to prove he can throw the ball, Stormy. I mean, right now, all he is is a running quarterback. I mean, they're running the single wing. They are running Oklahoma's offense in pro football. They basically have taken Oklahoma's college offense and run it there. And he's got to prove that he will he will be able to find a receiver and throw the ball to him. He's going to stare down receivers. Just watch his head tonight. He's looking at where he's going to throw, and that's going to get him in trouble. So if he can improve in this area, and this is a good team to improve against. I mean, the Eagles have weapons. Watkins, this kid at receiver, Rieger can run. We know Smith can run. They're going to be able to attack the corners of Dallas, but they've got to be able to get the ball to him, and he's got to be able to make some throws against man coverage. Both offenses obviously have the capability to be high scoring. Do you think this one ends up being high scoring? You know, every time I think that it isn't, I, my sense of it is, is I think this is a, the unders in play. Yeah. I think there'll be a pace of the game. And I think because Wentz runs the ball so darn much, I think that's going to be where it is. All right. We got about 30 I mean, more. Uh, Hertz, I meant Hertz. I said Wentz. I'm sorry. No, I got you. We got about 30 seconds here. If there's a coach on the hot seat right now, who is it? I don't know if Matt Nagy's seat can get any hotter. Seriously. I mean, my man, Matt Nagy had 42 yards. He can, he had six first downs in the game last week, this week, six, and two of them came by penalty. You've game planned all week for four first downs. Seriously. Yeah. You, you can't have that. That's actually coming up on the other side of this break, Michael, my yikes stat of the week. Um, it involves the bears and it involves uh, that new quarterback, Justin Fields. Thanks so much. Monday's with Michael. I love this. Good to hear from Thanks, you. Stormy. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. Bye now. Again, that is Michael Lombardi of the Lombardi line right here on VEASAN and, of course, former NFL executive. When we come back, we're going to continue our Monday Night Football Talk with Rosalie Michaels, DraftKings NFL analyst. She's going to give us a couple good plays for potential prop bets tonight. And, like I said, my yikes stat of the day. You don't want to miss it. It's not good. I mean, they missed it, obviously. Stay with us right here on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because then I need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Remember, everybody, you've got to download the free OddsTrader.com app. It's the only way you can really, truly compare the best betting odds from licensed sportsbook. Access injury reports, in-game action, and so much more down at OddsTrader.com. Stormy Bond and Tony with you on My Guys in the Desert Live from Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. And every now and then, when you're watching a game, you hear or see something, maybe it's a stat line that just makes you say, yikes, it is cringeworthy, it is bad. Here is my yikes of the weekend, and it involves the poor Bears quarterback, Justin Fields, making his first career start. Pass yards gained versus sack yards lost. One net positive yard. He was 6 of 20 for 68 yards in the air, 67 sack yards lost. He was sacked nine times. Nine. That Bears offensive line was absolutely manhandled. Miles Garrett had four and a half sacks himself. It was just an outing offensively that could not have gone any worse. Lose 26 to 6. And as Michael Lombardi told us on the program just a moment ago, this is an offense that couldn't do anything. Six first downs in the game, and two of them they got due to penalties. It is incredible. Uh, Time to turn our attention, though, back to the Monday Night Football Contest as we are happy to welcome in for the first time on the program Rosalie Michaels. Draft analyst for, for the NFL on DraftKings. And, and Rosalie, I hear you're a big Cardinals fan. You must be just like living the high life right now with what they've been doing so far. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, I was telling a couple of people before the season started, you know, here in Arizona, we have, we call them the cardiac cards for good reason. I mean, everybody's seen what their their history has been like. And it's hard to root for them sometimes, but it's not the case this year. So um, it's, it's nice, but I've been telling a couple people, they've actually been my long shot 
to go to the Super Bowl this year. Just a gut feeling. Just a gut feeling. Okay. No, that's interesting. I was going to ask you what you felt about them in the NFC West. So do you think they could be an NFC West winner, or are they going to be a wild card that goes all the way, if that's your long shot? I think next weekend is going to be telling because, you know, they, they've, they've played not the division rivals so far this season, but next week they get the Rams. So that's going to be a big game. Uh, you know, the way they played the Jaguars this past weekend worried me a bit because that should have been a much easier game to win than it was. Look at what Houston did to Jacksonville. And then, uh, and then, you know, the Cardinals kind of didn't, I think they got a little ahead of themselves. I think they're starting to feel themselves a little bit more than they should at this point of the season. It's only week three. Let's dial it back. Well, Rosalie, <laughs> I was just disappointed that they went for that 68-yard field goal. Like, that's the reason the score looked so lopsided to me was you let them run it back for 109 yards. That shouldn't happen, right? But it's all right. <laughs> All right. They, they won the game. They're three and oh, they're feeling good uh, tonight, though. Monday night football, uh, Dallas coming off a huge win against L.A. last week. The Eagles had kind of a tough one against the 49ers last week. Do you have a gut feeling either way on where this game could go? Well, I am, I am a Cardinals fan because I've lived here, but I'm a lifelong Cowboys fan. So this is this is a, always a difficult one for me because you know how it is, Stormy. You got to take your heart out of it. Mm-hmm. You got to just look it's at hard. Numbers, it's right? hard. <laughs> it is hard. Um, I expect it to be a great NFC East matchup. Uh, I think that we will get the over in this game just because you look at all of the uh, all of the the primetime games that we've had so far this season. There's only been two games that were under this total. Everything has really been high scoring. So, so far, again, it's only week three, but you're looking at Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Prime time has really been prime time. Mm-hmm. So I think it will be over, but I think it's going to be pretty tight one with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, that's that's why the spread is tight, right? That's why it's at three and a half right now. I'm kind of in a bit of a dilemma because I picked the Eagles in my millions contest. And then throughout the course of the day, I feel like I've been getting swayed more and more toward the Cowboys, which is frustrating. What do I do tonight? Um, in terms of the prop betting, though, I mean, this is your specialty, right? So maybe what's your top prop coming into tonight's game? Uh, my top prop coming into tonight's game is it's it's Jalen Hurts. That Jalen Hurts, they have the total yardage um, on the prop on DraftKings for over 304 and a half total yards for uh, for ne- negative minus 115. Right. Mm-hmm. So you look at Hurts and just his legs alone. He ran for 62 yards in week one. 82 yards in week two. And when you look at what the Cowboys are giving up, their their passing game defense is their weakness, right? So they gave up 379 passing yards to Tom Brady, 338 to Justin Herbert. So I think if you take into consideration both of those things, plus the fact that, you know, in his start against Dallas last December, he threw for 342 yards and a touchdown. So I really like the Jalen Hurts over 304 and a half total yards. All right. I could see that happening for sure. And, and let's stick to the trend of the, the run game, though. Obviously, last week for Dallas, we finally saw Zeke Elliott get established, Tony Pollard getting the majority of the yardage on the day. But I, I see that you like a Zeke prop. Uh, 64 and a half is his rush yards. Yeah, isn't it crazy that we're talking about like 64 and a half, uh-huh. 64 and a half for Zeke 
It's, it's just mind-blowing when you consider who he's been up until this point. Here's what's happening. Tony Pollard is coming in and confusing people. Don't let it confuse you. Zeke has averaged 97 career yards, uh, rushing yards per game in prime time. That's over his career. He shines in prime time. And he's also averaged over 96 rushing yards in each of his last four games at home versus Philly. So, yeah, Pollard mania. I see it going on. But I think Zeke over 64 and a half yards, rushing yards in this game, I think he easily does that. I'm not sure what it's been that's taken him longer to get adjusted, if it's just been play calling or what. But yeah, he, he finally showed up last week. I expect him to continue to build on that, no question. One of my favorite yeah. props ever when it's on these primetime games is I love first touchdown score and anytime TD. What do you have for us in those categories? Uh, I I love an Amari Cooper TD. Okay, you know, it sounds like I'm doing a lot of Cowboys now. Yeah, come on. You know, I, I said Jalen Hurts first. So. That's true. <laughs> I, did, I did do that. Um, I like an Amari TD, anytime TD, for, for plus 120. I, he's scored, again, you look at Monday Night Football games, he's scored a touchdown in each of his last three Monday Night Football games. Yeah, he's dealing with that rib injury, but we don't have Michael Gallup. I think they're going to be targeting uh, Amari Cooper quite a bit. You look at the last game versus um, versus this Philadelphia Eagles defense, and they gave up three passing touchdowns last year with Andy Dalton in tow. So now with Dak there, I think this is an easy Amari TD. Yeah, I could see that being any time. I could even see him being a first t uh, first touchdown scorer as well. You see that at plus 900. Yeah. Red zone targets, I think, should be there early. Um, they're a pass-first offense. Um, Cooper has five of 13 red zone targets so far. So, yeah, I, I like where your head's at there. Because we've only given love to the Eagles on Jalen Hurts, anything else we can be on the lookout for for Philadelphia? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it. It's a little, a little risky just because, again, it's it's – I like Miles Sanders for over two and a half receptions. And, and there's a very specific reason why. I actually would love to target um, Gainwell uh, as opposed to Miles Sanders in the targets. But each of them is probably going to have about the same amount of targets. But when you look at Dan Quinn, who is the Dallas Cowboys uh, defensive coordinator, their defenses, his defenses have a lengthy track record of letting backs catch a lot of footballs, right? So Cowboys right now tied for the third most receptions seated to running backs so far this year. So with, with Miles Sanders, I think that they're going to get him involved in the pass game as well as Gainwell, but Sanders is getting still two thirds of the, uh, the, the play time and Gainwell is only getting one third. So I still like the odds for, for Sanders a little bit more. I'm surprised. So I saw you had the Jalen Hurts one, but I was surprised that you didn't have anything for Dak Prescott. Why are you staying away from Dak? Um, you know, there's a, there's a couple of Daks that I like. I do <laughs> like Dak actually for the first touchdown, for, for a rushing touchdown. It's just, it, this is where he shines. I think the Cowboys are going to put up a lot of points, to, um, a lot of points tonight because they t typically do versus the Eagles at home. You look at the last uh, five games versus versus the Eagles, and all of those home games, the Cowboys have scored at least 29 points. So I know that they, they're going to put up, so I don't hate the Dak, Dak props, but 
I, I just worry about how much of it's going to be on his feet and how much of it's going to be through the air. Yeah, that's a good point. His over-under on pass attempts, 36 and a half. He has gone over that number in 12 of his last 19 games, but always a little bit dicey. Okay, we're limited on time, but I do just want to ask you one more question. I should have asked it at the beginning. Kyler Murray going to win MVP? What's up? He's got, he's got <laughs> a great shot at it. I mean, he's playing really, really well. Except this past weekend. I think this past weekend's gonna knock him into his boots a little bit and he's gonna he's gonna play a lot better next week against the very tough Rams. Thanks so much for the time, Rosalie. Good catching up with you. <laughs> Good to see you. That's Rosalie Michaels, DraftKings NFL analyst. That's a wrap on today. Had a lot of fun. We'll be back tomorrow. My guys in the desert. Enjoy Monday night football. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.